episode of Michigan Soccer Central. How do you do? My name is Robert Kerr, your host of uh, this here podcast. Got a great episode for you once again this week. Uh, I'm very excited uh, to bring you a conversation I had with the head of the Red Cedar Rowdies, the student supporters group for the Michigan State uh, Spartan Soccer Program. Uh, before we get to that interview, a couple random notes, soccer notes to bring to light. A couple scores, some rankings. Here's uh, our first random one that I wanted to shout out. Uh, veteran uh, Michigan pro Justin Miram, who uh, got into uh, two games of uh, World Cup qualifying for Iraq getting uh, 67 minutes over the course of two games and got himself a cool selfie with uh, Hyun Min Sun from uh, Tottenham Hopster fame. Those games were his 26th and 27th international cap, so kudos to Justin Miram. The uh, Michigan soccer coaches uh, put out their lists of the top 15 high schools in uh, the top three divisions, Check out MI Soccer Central uh, socials to uh, check out the um, full top 15. But I'll just give you the top three. Uh, Division 1, Northville. Two is Anchor Bay and Berkeley, the third ranked Division 1 spot. Shifting over to Division 2 high school soccer. Number one on the list, Gull Lake. Second, Holland. And three, St. Joseph. So, Top three dominated by West Side schools. And in Division Three, Unity Christian up top. Then followed by Grand Rapids South Christian. And third spot is Holland Christian. So that's your top three of the first top three divisions in Michigan boys high school soccer. According to Michigan soccer coaches over on the social channels for Michigan Soccer Central, like I said. Uh, we've got tweeted out the comprehensive list, as well as lots and lots of high school scores. Uh, switching to uh, adult professional soccer, NISA, both of our Michigan NISA teams were in action over the uh, extended weekend period. The Stars on September 1st got a nil-nil draw at home to Stumptown, and then at the weekend in Chicago to play the Chicago House. They repeated that nil-nil scoreline away from home. Uh, they uh, returned to action, I believe it's out in San Diego, Ought 4 on Sunday the 12th. Um, the other Michigan-based professional team competing in NISA action, Detroit City FC, uh, remain in first place in the league with a 2-1 win away at Chattanooga. Uh, they come home uh, Saturday to take on New Amsterdam. They are in first place with a four-point lead over LA Force. Check out Michigan Soccer Central for more updates and scores for Michigan uh, soccer. And in the middle of our state, the Michigan State Spartans had a very busy weekend at home. 
where uh, the men's and women's teams played a combined three games over a four-day, or at least the holiday weekend period. The results were mixed, but the attendance was impressive. To get more on the rising interest over at DeMartin Stadium in East Lansing, I spoke with the leader of the Red Cedar Rowdies, the student supporters group for Michigan State Soccer. I'm Robert Kerr. This is Michigan Soccer Central Podcast. I'm now lucky enough to be joined by Matt Bluestein. He is the main guy at the Red Cedar Rowdies, the student supporters group for Michigan State University Soccer. Matt, welcome to Michigan Soccer Central. It's a pleasure to be here. So, uh, Michigan State Spartans, uh, they are off and running, and they had a very busy holiday weekend. Two games, one on Friday, and then one today on Monday afternoon. Uh, could you walk us, Matt, through uh, the weekend of uh, Spartan men's soccer, or Spartan soccer, whatever you went to this weekend? It was a very long and eventful week. It actually started on Thursday when we, we had a, a women's soccer game which um, I believe we played Bowling Green, and then Friday we played Oakland, the men's soccer team, and then we wrapped up the uh, the weekend with uh, a game today against Bowling Green, our men's side. Oh, a three-game weekend. That's 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 a pretty good that's a pretty good haul. Plenty of action uh, to take in. So, um, tell me about those games. Well, uh, you know, we, we were we were hoping for better results today. Um, we tied Friday, uh, Thursday with the women's game. Our women's team, our new head coach, Jeff Hosler, um, is still undefeated. They have not lost yet. They've only allowed one goal as well, so I'm pretty, pretty proud of that. Um, men's side, we won 3-1 to one on Friday against Oakland. Uh, they struggled a little bit today uh at home against bowling green but uh we don't have to talk about that yeah so we don't have to but i mean you're there i'd like to to see um uh, a little bit of on the on the field sort of perspective so um a, a nice win over oakland for the men on friday after a thursday uh draw for the women so um i saw that uh, both friday game and the monday game uh, both had uh, attendance uh, over 1,400. Uh, tell us a little bit about the atmosphere at a home game for a Michigan State soccer game. Well, the the atmosphere, I, I've been, I'm a senior year. This is my fourth year. Obviously, n- no one was at games last year. So I've technically only had three seasons at at the watching games in person here. But I, I got to say, so far this year, the attendance and the atmosphere at the stadium has been unlike any other year. Um, in previous years, you know, the first few games, we've struggled to get a crowd, uh, you know, uh, sometimes very little people. But this year, it's been packed every game. We've had a great, great crowd, great atmosphere. Um, you know, you, you can't ask for much more than from what we've got. Even for the women's side, uh, you know, 
they're they're getting attendance. We're we're getting numbers up, and we're making we're making ourselves heard. That's for sure. And so, what do you think um, attributes to the uh, higher interest this year? To, to be honest with you, I, I'm not exactly sure. I think the I I'd, I'd like to think our social media presence the past couple of years has is you know immensely increased. I think that might have part of it. I also just think that the soccer in America is is just growing on its own and the interest taken up by you know newcomers and and just people who want to go out and see a soccer game because of you know soccer in general is is ticked interest and brought out people but you know like i said uh our social media has been big usually we 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 uh, we go out and promote the team at some event we haven't had to do that yet this year and you know our our attendance has been great um i i like to joke with my friends that uh sometimes I'll, i'll promote the team by you know Late at night when I'm walking, I'll just walk past people and go, men's soccer tomorrow, Monday, 2 p.m. And, you know, I like to think that gets a few people, but I, I, you know, it's, it's the, the turnout this year has just been incredible. Very exciting. Very exciting. And, uh, um, I see that we have a, a two and two overall record, but you had some exhibitions in there. So how many games have, uh, have, have you had the, at home at Michigan state so far in, uh, we're in the, what the first, second weekend of. Uh, September, what's today's date? It's all September blended together. 6th. So we're, so the six, so how many games have you uh, had so far this season? We have had, I believe three home games. Um, Charlie, we played Akron, um, Akron, Bowling Green. Oh, so sorry, four games. Um, and then, so Cleveland state was our first game. We won that game two one. Then it was Akron, um, and I gotta say, the Akron game wasn't the result we wanted, um, but that the Akron game may have been the best atmosphere I have ever witnessed at at DeMartin Stadium ever. The the only game that could potentially top that was 2018 when we were in the Elite Eight against James Madison University. Um, but the atmosphere of that game was in, incredible. Um, we did lose, but in the last 30 seconds too. Um, but you know. We, we, we pissed off some Akron players. You know, they they were not happy with us throughout that game, and I think that was clear when they ran over to our section after the game ended. Um, but So, yeah, Cleveland State, Akron, then Oakland, and today Bowling Green. And now we go on a, a long road stretch here. We're not home until the 21st. And then, okay, so so what do you guys do team-related? Do you do anything team-related while, while they're away? Not not necessarily team related. So you know the the main members of the the group. We might come together and watch a, f- a few road games. Uh, I'm doing some some house cleaning literally uh, for for this break. We've we have a, a giant banner that we sometimes use at the games, but we keep it in a shed. And the shed um, hasn't been used in a year and a half. And what happens every year is the the stadium floods in like the winter when the water levels in the Red Cedar River rises. And so a bunch of things got dirty in there, and we use the the banner almost every game. So we haven't been, had an opportunity to wash it yet. But now that we have a good two weeks off, you know, I, I took home the banner today. It's it's a giant thing. I don't it barely fits in my dorm room. Um, but now, like I said, we're house housekeeping, 
now that we have a two-week break, I can wash it and have time for it to dry out. That's funny. I, I was just imagining uh, what a, a shed that had had flooding and in it uh, looked like that. Sounds like a mess. But you answered kind of in part my next question because I'm uh, not very familiar with East Lansing at all. And I was going to ask you what's behind the name of the Red Cedar Rowdies. So the Red Cedar Rowdy is the name it comes from uh, the fact that we play our, our game. DeMartin Stadium is located right on the banks of the Red Cedar River. So Red Cedar River, Red Cedar Rowdies, that's where we get the name from. We we uh we haven't had any many chances to do it yet this year, but we have a, a fun chant that whenever someone kicks a ball over the net, we have a netting. If it goes over the netting, we all yell to the river because if you shoot a ball over the net, it's it's in the river. <laughs> it truly is. It, uh, it is. It's down the creek. Truly. Um. So and you guys, uh, I'm assuming uh, there's rowdiness involved if you have uh, visiting teams uh, having words. Oh, ab- absolutely. And you know, I think today was a. A, a great example of that we you know the a, a big part of our game day rituals is that we will we do research we we look up the other team um we we learn where they're from who's going to be in front of us we and then we're we're on them for 45 minutes and then when the they switch sides where we pick a new guy to go after um today's guy i think it was joe i think his name was joseph we went after him. There was another guy. His name was Kale. Who we went after, and and you know we know they can hear us. We'll yell things at them all game long. We know they can hear us. We've we've had players come up to us after games and say you guys are relentless, um, and you know it's after after the games it's all respect. You know we wish them luck after the games and the rest of their season, and it's it's very respectful. But during the game, you know we are on them. We're right above them. They 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 can hear us. You know. We can hear them. Sometimes they say stuff back, um, but again, we we get into their heads. Just today, uh, we were you know heckling them all game long. When Bowling Green scored their first goal, they ran right over to us, you know, waved at us, you know, all that, all that, all that good stuff you you do when you know you've been heckled for 45 minutes. And like I said, against the Akron game, um, after the game, they were shooting on the opposite side of the field from where we were, and they ran all the way over just to you know wave at us goodbye um so we we definitely get into other teams heads and you know we 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 mess with them a lot yeah i'd say so that definitely uh proves the point that you're getting to them if they're willing to run all the way back down the other side of the field to to <laughs> to get a reaction from you guys like i mean if, if they're just celebrating uh they shouldn't even worry about you right Mm-hmm. You, you'd think you know they just you know celebrate with each other you know embrace each other get on the bus and get out of here but no they 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 were persistent with which relentless I, I respect crowds, which part the uh the coming and rub it in your guys's face yeah i mean obviously it's it's not fun in the moment but you know yeah i i respect i respect it to a to an extent i would you know i wish they hadn't done it because you know it makes me feel bad but you know <laughs> So you guys have, uh, you definitely, so you um, like like the heckling and you got the, the river-related chant. Uh, what other uh, kind of traditions do you guys have uh, going at games? I, I'd say, you know, the, the heckling is a big part of it. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, we, 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 we've, uh, we've got our flags that we, we wave whenever we score a goal. Uh, whoever has the flag that day will run down 
up and down the bleachers, waving it. Um, sometimes we have smoke grenades if we score. Um, those are relatively new. Um, but we, we got a bunch of stuff we do. I, for Akron, we printed out uh, pictures of the opposing team's goalkeeper from back when he was like 16 years old and hung hung up the pictures all up and down the, the railings of our bleachers. That was a fun one. Um, but yeah, we, we just, we just have a good time. We get in their heads. That sounds, uh, that sounds like fun. Uh, so the same picture of the other player in high school, like repeatedly the picture all the way up and down. The well, same it was, picture so, posted. We, I'm trying I to get a, a picture we, of it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was, so it was, we, I, I was told, you know, by, by someone who I won't name, but they, they said, you know, he can be a hothead. Um, and so I'm like, okay, we'll 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 try and get in his head. So I went on his Instagram and I found this this picture of him. It was a really embarrassing picture that he had up of him just like with his thumb in his mouth with chocolate on. It looked like he was licking chocolate off his fingers from back when he was in high school. I don't know why he still has that up. You'd think he'd take it down. And then there was another one of him like again from high school, dressed up all nicely with with uh, at a payphone with the the phone to his ear. And I just thought they're a really silly photo, so I thought I'd print them out so we could look at them all game long. Uh, I'm getting an image of it. That that sounds like uh, some some quality heckling there. Um, I introduced you as the main guy, and you said you're also co-leader of uh, Red Cedar uh, Rowdies. Other than uh, doing research on opponents and uh, you know letting everyone know when the games are, um, what other aspects fall into being the uh the co-leader of uh this the, the supporters group uh well i i'd say most of it is is game day related stuff on on game days um you know i i lead the chants i drum uh drumming is a, is a big part of it you know with with the chanting um some of the behind the scenes stuff i do is uh you know i'll talk to coach there's like to plan events um planned giveaways i know we're doing a, a scarf giveaway at some point uh this season i'm not we're not sure what day yet um but uh, again another some of the other things is we'll make hype videos for if there's a big game coming up or to start the season um and you know just you know uh, making a social media presence but that's that's pretty much it you know we we work with marketing again uh, to create events and get giveaways um, but it, it's, 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 I have a blast doing it and the other members do as well. So how did, uh, you said you're a senior now, um, when and how did you, uh, get involved in the group? So I got involved freshman year, which was 2018. Um, I actually got involved in accident, uh, on accident. It was, um, you know, I, I was, I was a big soccer fan, obviously. So I showed up to the games. Um, after a few games, you know, the, the current leader at the time, Nick Tyler, I, I became friends with him. And one of the, one day, um, he was the drummer and he got a blister on his hand and he said, all right, I can't drum anymore guys. Can someone take over? And I volunteered to take over and, and how the, the section works down there is kind of like, there's a, there's a, like a little platform at the bottom and then there's a railing and steps behind the railing and all the all the students are behind the railing and then the leaders are down on the platform. So I came down on the platform to drum. And after that game, I just never went back to the stands. I just stayed down on the platform and became friends with the, the current leaders who are Erica Orbell and, and Nick Tyler. And it just 
kind of, you know, grew from there. But by the next year, you know, they're always looking for someone to take over when they were gone. Um, and, and when it was their time to leave, you know, they handed it off uh, to, to me. And, you know, then obviously COVID happened. So this, this is my first year kind of as the leader. The, la- the previous time, last time we were in the stadium, I, th- I think Nick was still the leader. So this is my first year. But then obviously COVID happened um, and they stole a, a year of soccer from me. So I kind of said, no, I want that back. So I took a, a semester off. So I am a senior, but I do get two more years of soccer. So take that, COVID. So you almost like redshirted your supporter year? I pretty much redshirted my, my, my senior year, yes. That, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Um, so I, I, I was going to ask you, um, you have two years, so it's a bonus, so less pressure uh, this year. But I was going to ask, like, what do you want to, to see happen uh, this year? A, a vet, so I kind of got spoiled my, my, my freshman year with this, this great soccer team, you know, which would have some, some great players, uh, Jimmy Haig, uh, Ryan Sarakowski, Dewan Jones, Patrick Nielsen, uh, Michael Wintungu, all guys who eventually went pro. Uh, Giuseppe Baroni too, um, and that was kind of like this. I, you know, I didn't really appreciate it at the time, but all those guys were just superstars. And you know, my freshman year, we made it all the way to the Elite Eight, which is something we hadn't done, you know, in over twenty years. Or sorry, no, we made it to the College Cup. We won the Elite Eight. My bad. Um, but so that was I kind of got spoiled my freshman year. We were like ranked, I think, as high as third in the country that year. Um, my, what I want to see this year is the, the one thing that I have not seen in, in person yet It's and that's to, to win a big 10 title. I, you know, it's, it's tough, you know, when you play in a conference with teams like Indiana and Maryland, um, that other school down the road, um, it's, it's tough, but you know, the, the players, we've got a, a good team this year. Our entire starting lineup from last year is back, plus freshmen and transfers. Um, you know, Akron's a really good team. We almost beat them, so I'm I'm optimistic for for where we can go. I, you know, obviously, like I said, I want to see them win a Big Ten title at some point, and you know, just seeing this team lift some sort of hardware is just it's all you always want to see them lift hardware but this team just has deserved it so much with all the players on this team yeah that that's very cool very cool um obviously a lot of you seem i can tell you got a lot of passion for the squad um i saw the 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 team the blue team from down the road i saw them play oakland last weekend um would you say Michigan is still your guys' uh, – in soccer, does that rivalry transfer, is, it, is that still the same as in football? Oh, ab- absolutely. The Big Bear Trophy has been in, in Ann Arbor for far too long. It, it's it's time for him to come home. Um, you know, I, we hate them. The players hate them. Um, it's, it's weird for the players, though, because unlike for football and basketball and all those other sports – where you know the players are mostly from all around the country is is soccer is different. Where all these kids who are playing soccer here, a lot of them played on club teams together, are played against each other against in club teams. So all the players know each other. So the rivalry, it's it's a little different, 
but it's 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 still there. The Big Bear Trophy is is still a a big thing that's on our mind. Um, you know, we 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 heckle we we go back and forth on Twitter with the U of M student section a lot, you know, whatnot and all that. But yeah, like I said, the Big Bear Trophy is is definitely a huge part of it. So the you're making me want to go back to my college years with uh, talk of the the Red Cedar uh, Rowdies. Um, are there other other groups at other schools in Michigan doing similar things with their 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 teams at, at their games? Not that I'm aware of. As far as I'm concerned, you know, U of M is the only other school that has a recognized student section supporter group. Um, the only other really big schools I can think of is are Western Western Michigan. I know has a really good team. Oakland's got a, a good team. Uh, I'm not sure about Central Michigan, but obviously, obviously U of M's got a, a good team. Um, Western Ma- Western Michigan, you know, pe- people don't think of them often as a soccer school, but you know they that school produced Brandon Bay, who's still playing in the MLS today. So they're they're a good program. But as as far as I'm concerned, we us two are the only only student led sections in the state. So uh, I love asking this question of uh, passionate soccer people, and uh, you clearly seem like one. So I want to ask you, what has uh, been the best goal that you have either done yourself or seen yourself? Oh, boy. Best goal scored. In in terms of the skill of the goal or just the meaning of the goal? The top. The top of the tops, whether that means quality or the moment, just when you think of the best goal you've seen, what hits you? Well, uh, if if I'll, I'll I'll give you two. The the one that I saw with the most skill was a, a few years ago in Giuseppe Broni. Was that the Giuseppe Broni? Giuseppe Broni biking in a goal. I forget who we played that game, or it was actually last week when we played. Um, or two weeks ago when we played Cleveland State, when Michael Miller hit a beautiful free kick into the net, which I, I'm very happy, very happy and very proud to say I, I called before he even kicked it. I said to, said to everybody else, Michael Miller's a shooter. He's going to shoot this. And he shot it. It was a beautiful goal. But I say the, the, the best goal I ever saw with my own two eyes at Michigan State was 2018 Elite Eight against JMU. Ryan Sarakowski, who put in... The game-winning goal in, like, I forget what minute it was, but he put in the game-winning goal and just the the atmosphere of that game. He ran all the way over to the student section, celebrated it with us. It was just a surreal moment and something I'll probably never forget. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Matt, for, for sharing that. That that seems like a, a quality quality goal and moment. Well, uh, the Michigan State Spartans men's team returns home to East Lansing on September 21st. I'm guessing you're going to be there, right, Matt? I'll be there. <laughs> and you said you've been to every home game since you started uh, school? I every, I've been to every game this year. I've been to every game. I've only ever missed in my time here. I think I've only ever missed one game. It was because I was out of town at the time. Oh, excuses, excuses. Well, thank you so much. It's awesome to talk to you. Thank you for spending time and uh, hope uh, the season goes well and uh, good luck with your studies as well.
Thank you very much. Go green. That was Matt Bluestein, the co-leader of the Red Cedar Rowdies, the student supporters group for Michigan State University Soccer. That'll do it for this week's episode of Michigan Soccer Central. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to send in your nominee for the Michigan Soccer Central We Are Soccer Team of the Week. Send us a post with your nominee and you can get it uh, in the mix for the uh, Team of the Week presented on the We Are Soccer show on Saturday mornings as well as across both Michigan Soccer Central and the We Are Soccer social media. So until next week, thank you to Jenny Hajnaki for editing the program, Dan Katranza for the music, and everything that the Michigan Soccer Central network of folks puts together to help put this show and all of the MSC content together. So until next week, enjoy that soccer.